0: Welcome into the Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Ian Sork, joined by my co-host, James Tringali. We are here to break down the season and series finale, I guess, of Game of Thrones and discuss the show's ending, what we thought of it, and talk about what happened coming up next. Okay, start with this. What did you think of the finale? Just, it's the reaction, not really instant, but your first reaction.
1: I think it it uh, was actually one of my, I don't want to say, it's probably one of my least favorite episodes of this season, actually. Not because of how it went. Um, I guess it's just a product and a microcosm of the season as a whole. And it finally... I mean, I'm nowhere near the the Twitter troll stage as far as bashing-wise. But I think I was being patient and letting it play out and see what the master plan was as far as how it was going to be wrapped up. And I liked a lot of the endings. Um, But I think it made me realize how much better it could have been.
0: Yeah, no, that was my – my instant reaction was I love the conclusion of the story – I love that the Starks got their redemption. They all ended up on top. And the show came full circle in that regard, considering they all left their home for the most part. They were all stripped away from their home. Ned's death, Rob, Catelyn, they all spent the entire series trying to get back to each other, which then led up to the final season and a half, two seasons. But no, that's been my gripe with the season. And I guess I've been kind of been on this train longer than you have is that I just thought that everything felt so rush, and we didn't get to let these big moments breathe, whether it was the long night or them going straight to Dragonstone, um, Rhaegal's death, which was in a way kind of classic Thrones. It was the unexpected death that you didn't see coming the turn that you didn't see coming. It didn't really matter, but But, so, I mean, you had those moments throughout this season where it did feel like it was kind of classic Thrones, but to me, it just felt rushed and there was moments, whether it was four or five, like really the last three episodes, which I think you wrote down your notes. You told me you could, you could have made that probably six or seven episodes.
1: So are we talking about the final episode here, or are you going on a...
0: Going on a little, tangent. A little, little rant. Okay. Um,
1: we'll bring you back to Earth.
0: Appreciate it. I thought it was fine the way it ended, but and the reason why I guess I'm talking about the final episode just, and talking about the whole series is because it all kind of, obviously, it ties in with each other. Um, what did you think of the intro? We have the intro, Unsullied Arthraki scene with Danny. Um really what was cool to me, like the coolest shot of the episode was you had everybody there in front of the, the burnt red keep. Danny lands the dragon, and then it has that sick shot of her walking to the camera with the dragon flapping its wings behind it. Um Tyrion finds his siblings, which I read somewhere that I think he was gonna find his. Jamie's hand, but finding the bodies, it made for a nice scene, but I think Simmons had the quote on his body saying, shouldn't there have been more rocks to make it more realistic, I guess. Um, but to me, the, the the really the starting point where everything kind of started here was when Tyrion walks up to Danny, takes the pin, throws it down. And in that moment, it was a wrap for him.
1: Well, not a rap with not him. Not for her. not
0: rap. There we go. Um, yeah.
1: She knew, anyways. But uh, I mean, the night, uh, I guess, for dramatic effect, definitely. I, I think he owned the episode.
0: Yeah. Um, Who's the MVP? I was going to say that.
1: He, he he definitely owned the episode as far as moments, quotes, screen time, pretty much, pretty much everything there. Um, it, it was all him. The Wings was definitely cool. I, I'm just, again, late to the, the bus, I guess. But how I, – I give them – the I call it apologists. I, I give them – the benefit guess, the doubt. Yeah. yeah, you have. There shouldn't be that many Dothraki.
0: There's a lot. Because I feel like when they, they all went in
1: – Right. Like, well, this is – and this is my, – my thing – I guess why I was late to it is so many people like had these gripes that I just, I didn't see justified. And does this like take away from the show itself? No, but you had like the Starbucks cup. This kind of plays into the, they were just ready to do something else, which we talked about. It's human nature. They also had a
0: water bottle in this one that got caught. Really? In the dragon pit scene next to Sam, next to uh, Jonathan Bradley's leg. Water bottle right below it. And this,
1: I mean, honestly, it could be some people, like, prank, sabotage. You know what I'm saying? Could be, yeah. I don't want to just say it's, like, complete oversight. And maybe if we went, like, because, I mean, it's basically, like, a movie production now. Whereas the early stages, it was a TV show. But I think that was, like, the Dothraki charged into the darkness. And I can't remember any of them running back. I remember some of their horses. And Ghost coming back. But I don't remember any of the Dothraki running back. So, like... Again, just something like...
0: No, it's small. doesn't take
1: away from it's the small. rest of it, but it's just, like, to the larger theme of what we'll probably touch on a bunch, maybe too much, is, like... It's just unfortunate why they wanted to squeeze it down into... 73 episodes or whatever it was so but no i thought this was one of the cooler scenes it's especially visually um Tyrion's dramatics and the ten, Arya coming out of nowhere again yeah. another callback um to, to her killing the night king and sneaking up on john at the uh, at the tree i would assume but again i mean like so far great episode like where we're in, you know, this uh, as far as you know the the scenes that you've touched on so far, you know, I, it was off to a good start. It was.
0: Tyrion gets taken away. She, um, Danny, has Tyrion, I guess, arrested for freeing his brother, which is, I think, what he expected to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. He clearly lets her know that he was disappointed in her actions which I don't think she really cared at this point. She was full Mad Queen. Um, she even said in, in her rant to the Unsold and the Dothraki that, I guess she might have told, told that to Jon, so I'll skip that. The, the pivotal scene though, to me, if the entire episode is Tyrion's in jail, he's locked up in a room. Jon comes to visit him and they have this nice talk. And I thought you did a really good job of describing the scene or at least highlighting it. So I'll let you kind of give your thoughts on it because I thought you, you did a good job of, of breaking it down before the episode.
1: Yeah. I assume you don't, I, it felt like classic Thrones yeah. as far as we, we knew why the set was seen. We knew, you know, there was, an, there was reasons for Tyrion to be there. We know why, like the, we see them walking there. I'll meet you late. Like there was just, they, they took the time, and we saw why this scene was happening and we knew the importance, so we were locked in. And it was classic John and classic Tyrion. John not a not a huge philosopher or or talker. And Tyrion's really controlling the conversation, trying to find any way possible to convince John of, of what Tyrion now knows what needs to be done in his eyes, which is you know, Danny can be no longer, and I think it's justified. Um, which like I I'm not like Danny's not this evil villain to me. I think this whole show and a lot of the great shows, it blends good and evil. Yeah. Right? Like, the lines you're like, blurred, like yeah. Very blurred, like real life. Um and so <laughs> he like basically apologizes to Varys And I think what increases his urgency besides the fact that it's a series finale is there danny like anointing gray worm whatever something of war i forget what it is he but was, basically, like, I think he was, she made her intentions he, clear commander that this was not it yeah this was not it and there was more to, like she was not done conquering i think she named specific plate like she said from here to here and he like so, you know, maybe if she didn't have that I'm still at war mentality, maybe that scene doesn't happen and maybe John isn't isn't convinced. It was interesting.
0: No, I mean there was that. There, there I think was, the
1: last thing that he brought up was his sister. That's what I was gonna say. It was out. like
0: it was it was the fact that I think John realized that she wasn't done yet with her conquer. And also as soon as he brought up one, you're Going to be a threat to her for as long as you're alive. Two, are your sisters ever going to bend the knee? And he knew the answer to all those questions. Tyrion basically made him at made, made him confront the fact that he was gonna be out, he was gonna have to put this put it to an end in some capacity. Um and we see John realize that. I wasn't even like
1: that again that's why I think it was one of my like probably you said most pivotal probably my favorite scene because it just felt like the old game of Thrones did is they still had me like we saw the leaks I still felt like because of how adamant John was to not say and maybe it's because he thought like guards were outside I don't know. Other than this, just like blind allegiance that he's had to her because he, you know, she helped him and fight off the White Walker. Cersei didn't; most people didn't. And he betted her, and as well. he stayed true to. But him. I, I was still convinced that they're, you know, because they, they, we did see that they shot multiple scenes, like one where John dies, you know, yeah, and one where he goes to the to, to the North. Uh, I was still convinced that maybe he wasn't going to kill her. But, it's like, they set it up with, like, they the dialogue. Yeah. You know, no. It, was, yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. didn't shock me, but I was still like, man, this might not happen. Let's see where like, this goes. I, I know the league is. He kisses or whatever and stuff. But
0: – And people who are against John going that way, I mean, Tyrion kind of mentions it throughout their conversation, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's – he's always been – he's protected – everybody else, the realm over himself, regardless of the consequences. And he's Um,
1: always done the right thing. Always again, air quotes, but the right thing. I forget the exact quote from the show, but like calling back to when he was on the night's watch and he went North and he like, you know, bonded them and saw what was coming. The night's watch hated him for that. They killed him for that. Right. But he's still believe that it was the right, was thing, the right to thing to
0: do, which is, I mean, it comes down to,
1: and it also, I guess it's Dan and Dave's way of, you know, tipping their cap to the Azora high light bringer prophecy, which I think you were actually maybe all the way back to the beginning of the season. Like you thought he was going to kill Danny, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I think so. Yeah. Or Melisandre either way. I think it, regardless, the, the prophecy is that, you know, stabs, I, stabs, right? Stabs, um, but Melisandre's words, which I think they were for—we talked about it last week. I think they were for Stannis, but she was mistaken. Realized later that it was for Jon that you would basically betray everything, you know, family first. And, then and it was also
0: like, um, like, to me, Ned Stark. Like he lives throughout the entire series. Jon is a Targaryen, but he is. Ned Stark's kid like that is Ned Stark's kid absolutely and
1: probably the the child that is most like him
0: which is amazing which is ironic in its own way and it's still eventually Ned Stark he bleeds through the entire series all the way down to the finale
1: which I know we're going scene by scene but it's
0: because then you'll see Sansa and well we can talk about Sansa and Arya and how they all became their own people their own person but especially Arya, you know, back in season one, when Ned's telling Aria about being a lady and Arya's like, I, I'm not going to do that. And she becomes her own person, her own woman in her own right and sails West. I don't know. I just thought it was massive. I, I think it's
1: that what you just said is what for, not that all of them are going to hear this, but for the people who are so upset about Danny and how they chose to to finish her character is we we got a, we got a teardrop of Ned compared to you know Danny's ocean, right? I mean he was here and gone. Excuse me, but he didn't have a sad ending in the sense that his legacy lived on and Danny's whole thing was getting to Iron Throne, but maybe more importantly, breaking the wheel which we can you, know, talk you could argue isn't fully broken, but the fact that her legacy could live on and the fact that they still wanted to bring the change that she helped was a huge part of. Right. So like, it doesn't need to be this like days, like the, the character said, a lot of people don't feel it, but bittersweet. I mean, she still brought change.
0: Yeah, she did. No, definitely. Um, the conversation happens, you then can see it really in that moment that Jon realizes what needs to be done. He, he realizes he needs to do what's necessary to protect not only himself, his family, but everybody else out there. Um, they have this, I guess he meets Daenerys in the throne room, and she never actually got a chance to sit the Iron Throne. It, it almost, and it, to me, when she walked into the room, the throne room, it it was a callback to me from season two when she had the flashback Um, vision, the vision. Sorry. I guess it wouldn't be a flashback. It'd be a vision in the future. And that just rang true through that, through that scene. She's looking at the throne. John walks in and. I think it was that final conversation that they had where John tried again to get her to. Yeah, he still wasn't. He was trying to the see bitter the
1: conflict. End. I think people saw his face later, which will get. To, but like they thought it was so sad. I don't think it was. I think he was still, and he probably will never stop thinking about. Was I right, or was it like maybe sometime down the road when it all plays out, and maybe we'll see it, maybe we won't. But I don't think it was his sadness on his face. I think he was just so conflicted. No. To your point, I wasn't even thinking about it, but like what you just said, he he still was like he wasn't completely sold on what Tyrion was trying
0: to sell him. He still wanted. I think he wanted, he did. If she gave him something, he probably would have not done it, but everything that Tyrion said in their conversation, she just, she brought that to life with saying that if, if they, if whoever it is, whether it's someone abroad for, it doesn't matter if they don't choose to kneel to me they will burn and i think i'm paraphrasing so forgive me i think once she made that pitch to him and he realized what what this was gonna look like he was out he goes in for the kiss you could tell that minute when he says i love you and you're my you'll always be my queen he ends it um and then to me the coolest very i didn't even think about it until after the episode i didn't realize it but Drogon, who then flies up, and I thought for I thought for a split second that we were gonna see him burn John. I thought that was something that could have happened. I was I wasn't calling that off. I knew that the leaks, according to the leaks, that wasn't gonna happen or that wasn't in there. But to me, it seemed like a possibility. We then see him line up and just burn down the Iron Throne, which I think I saw something on Twitter, so I don't want to take credit for the thought, but It's the fact that Drogon, who in the books, their dragons are smart as hell, and he realized in that moment that he had lost, he had lost, like he had lost it all, everything. Danny died, and that's why he didn't kill Jon. He burned down the Iron Throne because the throne was what she was after. He lost his brothers, or I guess his brothers, Danny, everything. To the throne, and that's why he burned it down instead of John. And
1: John, he also has you know, and he's also the other thing. Tyrion said it in the show, so it's not you know to call. I guess let us know, but for the people in the books, you're right. They know how smart the dragons are. They also feel a connection, so like that's how he knew to like fly up because there wasn't like a noise or anything. No, Um,
0: it's there's but
1: John, he also like he has a connection to John as because he's also
0: a target, right? So like
1: again uh, so far through this like this is like for me it was it felt like old thrones even through through this for the people that you know are danny or nothing they probably don't feel the same way but i mean everything makes sense up to this point yeah i
0: don't know if i did a good job of explaining the drogon thing or if you agree with that sentiment did you see that on twitter as well or no
1: yeah no i think it was definitely
0: symbolic and
1: i think it makes a lot of sense and calls back to things previously in the series and yeah, he, I mean, that's if we, it, John didn't kill her. The, 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 the throne, the pursuit of the, he throne. also knows what happened the day before, however many days it was. Prior. Like the, he, I mean, he was a part of it, but at her becking call. So he, I mean, he knew what went down. He knows why she died. And
0: yeah, and now this is where, to me, things just get a little weird. Um, and in prior this go this right is, this, this is, is where this right is where here. we could probably Absolutely. start talking about like this is where everything just kind of felt rushed and in a pro and excuse me in a prior episode I think they cut to like three weeks where in a prior episode we probably would have seen conversations ensue between Grey Worm and Davos and Sansa visiting maybe Tyrion or someone visiting Jon and just a lot of places where I feel like there's, and this is stuff I was thinking about as I was like preparing for the episode here. It's just like there could have been some back and forth that took place that we didn't get. And all of a sudden, and you can kind of give your thoughts on the pace at that point. We jumped three weeks I don't know if you had any gripe with that, or did you want to go straight into the, the Dragonstone, the pit? The, I guess the meeting at the Dragon Pit. pit. Dragon Pit, forgive me. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I think rational rational people who really paid attention, who really loved the show, um, this would be the point in this episode specifically where they like, and this is why I say, I say this final episode was a microcosm for the season. Which is, it was all there. Like, for people who aren't trying to tell their own, like, hated it because their story didn't get told. I think where I'm finally at on the bus is, I'm down with the storyline. You just didn't give us enough. Yeah. You just didn't give us quite enough. Um, because, you know. Tyrion walked. How did the count? Like, how are the, the. I understand why those people are there, but how? How, like, like, how did we get to this point? We have no idea other than the fact that, yes, we know that John killed Danny, but I can totally see John turning himself in because he's John. Like, yeah, okay, I, I can get that. But, like, we don't get to see any of the. Of it, really, I guess Yara is supposed to represent. Yara and Grey Worm are supposed to represent like how mad the Danny followers are. Yeah, right. But we don't get like we don't. It just wasn't enough.
0: No, it wasn't.
1: It was um, Very rushed. And like the dynamic of having the, which I don't even know how many people are even left in King's Landing, but having the Dothraki marching around. And then these, you know, the Starks and all the heads of the houses come in. It's like that would be a great dynamic in some of those conversations where, you know, I guess it's a good point to bring up, like, the people with the petition redoing the season. I think the season was fine, more than fine. If no, you look yeah. at the ratings for one through three, I think they were pretty
0: high. They, like, steadily dropped. One was, like, a 94 right. to like 90, yeah. post Night King.
1: I think instead of three, we needed at least five, maybe even six. Um, if we
0: had ten episodes a pop,
1: right? If, if we, they if they kept the ten, which again we've talked about, the the episodes were longer. Not all of them in seven, but a couple were. Especially, the, I think the finale was.
0: But even with the episodes being longer, you you can't have them moving around that much. In the same episode,
1: I disagree. There's more time to do it. I think there was just everyone was now
0: in together. Everyone everyone was so like the bounce,
1: but you could still bounce around like we love just where they are. It was almost like everyone's point of view, right? Like you can bounce, like, but that's what we got in the first half of the episode is we get a little bit of Arya, not any speaking roles, but we see like Tyrion. John and Davos together, then they split up. Like, I'll, I'll meet you later. Then we get to see Danny and the Dothraki and Unsullied in her speech. And we're following John all along the way. And then Tyrion comes back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, th- that first, I don't even know how long it took, but let's call it 25, it 30 like, minutes. I want to
0: say it was like 35, 40 minutes. I think it was about half the episode.
1: Um, I was trying to is track, but. That was bouncing. Yeah. And then we just,
0: phew. Yeah. That was it. Um, to me, that the it was it just it was. So you one, didn't talk talk about the scene like no yeah. we I was gonna do that. Uh, we have let's um let's take a break, take a break. On the other side, we're gonna talk about the actual scene itself. What we thought of it. How did Tyrion go from about to face death to being hand of the king? Um, and then which, we'll talk about in the, Brand's
1: eyes as a punishment.
0: Yeah. Yeah, good punishment. I'll take that. Um, Talk about how we think this is really the conclusion to this series and just kind of talk it out. So coming up next. Okay, so welcome back in. Um, Let's talk about the Dragon Pit scene and kind of where this started and where it ends up. So Tyrion walks with Grey Worm to the Dragon Pit where we're surrounded by Sam, the Starks, Brienne of Tarth, Davos, Gendry, the representative from Dorne, Edmund, who is, I believe, Catelyn's brother. Alan Reed. Alan Reed. Alan The veil, so Aaron, um, the young kid who looked like he grew up fast during the show. So saw him. Um, represented from Dorn, am I missing anybody else? Or is that pretty much all? And Yara. So yeah, I think you have 10 or 11 people there. Yara. 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 Um, and at this moment, they're trying to figure out what to do with Tyrion. They're trying to figure out what to do with John. Um, Speci- yeah. Specifically, right now, I think they were dealing with Tyrion and executing him. Um, But to me, I guess what really flipped it, what flipped the conversation on its head was Davos. Davos stood up and gave this nice little speech about stop the fighting because it's never going to stop. The bloodshed, everyone's, we all, everyone, I mean, everyone knows too, if they keep fighting, how this ends up for for everyone and their people. Um, And to me, that was at the moment where they started thinking, we need to look at this with a level head. And I don't know how you felt about the role reversal from Tyrion going from, well, I'm about to die any second to, I'm going to have a say in how this is going to go. Because after that happens, I think Edmund, Catelyn's brother, stands up, and for a second, I thought he was actually going to elect someone else. So did I. But this fool actually stands up, and he tries to elect himself. <laughs> Once Sansa realized what he's doing, he's like, sit down. You see everyone chuckle, because it's so on brand with his character. He's been the dude who's just always messed up. Um, <laughs> it was funny. I guess, what did you think of the the events and how it kind of transpired from is Tyrion going to die to Let's talk about how we're gonna fix this, and Turing really being the one to figure out a solution. And we can get into the well, it's also in a funny that
1: Sam being a ma- a meister. Oh, that was meister, good too, meister. And they're very smart. Like he got laughed at for basically uh, proposing the United States of America model. Yeah,
0: and <laughs> everyone's just like, "No, <laughs>
1: um, I'm out." So that that was that was funny. Uh, I I mean, it just was like out of nowhere. Cool idea, cool concept. It was in the leak. I was about it, but I feel like that scene, like there could have been a little bit more arguing before Tyrion, you know, made the before Davos stepped in and Tyrion. Proposed what he proposed. Uh, Yara can go die uh, die uh, in the sea. I didn't like. Don't don't come at John.
0: Arya, Arya, Arya about Arya again. Definitely gonna cool gonna go. moment for Arya. That was cool. That was dope. Um,
1: I guess I, I'm just left. It could have been so much better. It could have been the the dragon pit and the council. I, I could have been so much better if we got just. I'm not talking about 25 minutes. Uh, like. Three minutes of, like, them
0: coming, them receiving Varys' letter. Yeah. Them receiving word, you know, like. We're upset Varys didn't get them. We'll, we can, like, we'll go back to this. Varys really didn't get enough shine. Didn't get the shine I think he probably deserved in the last two seasons. And the actor himself, he came out and said he was, like, actually pissed off that Varys just didn't. He was a great character. He really was. Great character. The I mean, La- we have ladders. we have the old
1: the old man Maester get survived for seven, six seasons before Kyburn replaces him, and we can't get Varys.
0: A he really was more. there for six full seasons.
1: That guy sucked.
0: <laughs> he was sneaky.
1: Sneaky, uh... But he wasn't doing anything. He was just surviving and yeah. living in the red keep. Anyway. Uh, just another I mean, this is where to me, you know, the montage at the end we'll get to. I, I love, but this is where well, I keep saying it's a microcosm of the season, like this scene could have been so much better.
0: And they couldn't and figure – it. And it
1: was like it was in good moments, yeah,
0: but and they couldn't as figure, a cohesive. No, it wasn't no, I agree. And Tyrion has the idea to, I think, and he knew who he wanted to elect. And he go and to I, I think he prefer- Do you think t-
1: Tyrion had this idea before, like, that was his way of, like, before it was, like, trial by combat. Do you think he went in thinking that he would? Someone brought up, I can't remember if it was a video.
0: Didn't they go back? I I feel like he's been mentioned before. I thought, was it on the ship when they were talking about who rule? I feel like he's been brought up in conversation. Or, no, sorry. It it was, um, I think they brought up Brandon Stark. Him and Varys brought up Brandon Stark when they were on the way to Essos in the, when it was him and Vera stuck together in season five. And I think Brandon Stark's name got brought up. We'll have
1: to look. I'm pretty sure. There was the video. I think it was a video. Maybe I watched. There was perhaps a couple Easter eggs this season with Tyrion and Bran. Um, I can't remember the first two, but I mean, there was like the the story thing, I think was a, well, because earlier he's like, he dragged, he did, he dragged his chair and like says I'm like, I'd love to hear your stories. And then I think this, it was the the first, yeah
0: it was the first episode, second episode. It cuts. Yeah.
1: Right. So like, I just wonder if like how long Tyrions had this idea again, because we only had three post Night King episodes to do all this.
0: And in Tyrion's mind, I think there was a conversation that happened when they are at Winterfell in the first two episodes, one of those two, where I think Tyrion goes, you're going to be the lord of Winterfell. And Bran's like, I don't desire anything at this point. I'm just yep. kind of here. For the people who – I think it was
1: your initial knee-jerk reaction that when Bran said, um, you know, why do you think I came all this way? That he had that planned That he it. actually – yeah, he planned it. I, I think – To call back to that and the fact that he said he has no desires, I think he just saw what was gonna happen if they beat the Night King, if they do this, if they do that, Tyrion's gonna recommend him ruling. And and this is where the beef comes in is Simmons made a joke, Bill Simmons made a joke, like no one bothered to ask him like how this thing was gonna play out. Like, is this a good idea? Us (laughs) making you king? Like, can you (laughs) go forty years? Sure. But I think that's what, like a part of people's confused like we never got to see two things here, right here. I mean, there's a bunch, but like Danny's thought process behind things, how she personally was dealing with stuff. We only got to see it either from facial expressions or other people's point of view. And then with Bran, we don't know the extent of his
0: powers. No, not really. We have
1: no idea how powerful his warging slash future scene we we have no idea because then you know the jaded people are going to say you know how could you let regal die you knew they were going to get surprised there you know the whole you basically let an entire city burn whereas my one retort to all that is if he like changes any bits and pieces he could be completely changing the results yeah. Right. But still, the fact that we don't even, we can't even get an idea of what he can do. I have a beef with that.
0: The journey thing. I mean, if you want to talk about who has a great, who has a more impressive journey, you usually could have gone with John. Like, I know he killed Daenerys. That's my
1: other beef. But no but one, that's more of my like no storytelling but
0: beef. But no one wanted to be like, yeah, so John's actually like the rightful heir to the throne. He did kill Danny, but. He's shown throughout, like the entire series, that he's willing to do anything for the betterment of people, any people. It doesn't matter who it is, whether you're north of the wall, south of the wall, in King's Landing, in the like he doesn't care. He's at his core just a good person. That guy who and defeated that's... the night. He he led the living against the dead. He he got two groups of people who didn't get along for thousands of years or a thousand years between the wildlings and though, and those at the wall to assemble Cersei and Danny or well, he tried, he tried, but he, he was the ultimate peacekeeper essentially. I don't even know if that's the right word, but I just, I, I wish in, in some different type of ending, he could have got the throne. And then to me, it would have been sick if you'd been like, thanks, but no, thanks. That would have been cool because I I do think that there was, like I'm cool with him not taking the throne, but which he'd he already done before essentially,
1: with the north.
0: Yeah, he hated it. There was already a precedent set, but he basically was
1: like, you know, listen to Son. I mean, like I kind of, but not like because he he's left Stark and he put he, is, he put Sansa in charge. Yeah, he's when he's he was so gone. Ned
0: Stark. It's not um, even funny.
1: I, I agree. and that's what would have made this scene better if we if we see some of the debate of. Because Obviously, Yara, it seems like, and um, obviously, gray worm, not that he's a part of the council, but, but no, was, yeah, you could have had some- suddenly now we get a bunch of gray worm, but you know, understandably, so he's, been he's, empo- he's, 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 he's speaking more because Danny's gone and he's hurt and blah blah blah. But like, to make that scene better, everything that you just said, someone nominating John because of the story, I agree with you, Brands is great, but John's is better. And him t- turning it down, I just think that would have been one fine like, because we know that he would have turned it down, right? Or we can think that if, it, but it just wasn't presented, and that would have been cool. And like, okay, then who should it be? But that's why I think, you know, Tyrion probably had this idea longer than him on his walk. I mean, he had Dragon. a few.
0: I mean, we didn't get to see it, but he had a few weeks to think about <laughs> stuff. So no, it would have been nice to see like one-off conversations of like. Davos and somebody and then because Davos is obviously Jon's guy at this point and you know Yara because you have Sansa. to like if, if it's brought up you could have had a nice Yara Sansa moment with Sansa talking about Theon like like you could have had a lot of different things kind of close up and obviously you think you said this earlier is like it's tough to wrap a bow even a small bow on all these different characters because they're all important in their own ways and it's tough to close everything out at this point. Um, Were you going to say something?
1: No, I just, it. I,
0: yeah. John getting the opportunity to take the throne rather than going, we're going to send him back to castle black. Why is he going? Like, I know he didn't go to castle black. He went North of the wall, but they're sending him back to castle black for what purpose? Now the wall suddenly is now up again after it just got torn down. Who built the wall? I just thought about this. How'd they build the wall? How'd the wall get remade? We just we saw the wall go down, and all of a sudden it was back up. Am I tripping here? Was there is or, no, no
1: Castle Black's not where they burned down. Not where the Night King burned the wall down. He burned the wall down like near the coast. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Not Over bad.
1: by, like
0: oh, where um, the, the
1: weak point or what? Like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it you. wasn't at Castle Black. I thought that's where they. I thought that's what happened. Okay.
1: There. You can cut that out. No well, Unless you want to embarrass yourself.
0: What happens? We all make mistakes. No doubt. Um, <laughs> so, Brand becomes... Well, your point still stands.
1: Like, I guess, I mean, it was a... Comp- that part, they at least explained. Like, they said it was a compromise. You know, it was like, Grey Worm obviously wanted you dead. And, like, there was... They at least gave us some explanation for why. But yes, your rebuttal of but it still doesn't like make sense. Why? But it, it, I guess that was the compromise, you know, it, I guess if we're, we're ranking our beefs and plot, I don't want to call them plot holes, but just like things that could be explained more. We could have gotten more on for me that falls towards the bottom.
0: Yeah. Um, it, then I think it, forgive me here if I'm missing something, but it cuts to Brianne writing Jamie's story and some nights diary Um, which we've seen before.
1: Yeah. Like Jamie opens it and sees how there's like nothing there. And there's a way more for other guy, like other past.
0: Yeah. And I think that she's going to tell the story of, of that situation. It cuts to the room and it was kind of a funny moment. Tyrion kind of fixing the chairs, figuring out where he wants to sit. I think reminding himself of being back in this room that he's ultimately loved, like he's loved the playing the game. And he, he said that I think going back to season three, when he was at Shea, he's like, this is what I want to do. I love being here. I love playing this game. So I think that was kind of a moment where Tyrion was like, I'm finally back. Um, we see Braun of the Blackwater come back. I'm so, you know, it kind of sucks that we only got, I think, literally three scenes of him the entire show, the entire series. i oh, sorry, season. Three, that was a, uh, he was great. He was great. He was great, but we only saw. had
1: a, especially the second, like, the last three seasons. I feel like we we barely got in here, but yeah, just every time he was on the screen, he was hilarious. Shitting on somebody. Um, Great.
0: they did end up writing. I think, I think, uh, it was Sam who brought in the book and saying that the maesters or someone wrote the book of ice and fire Tyrion finding out that he wasn't in it at all was classic. The dwarf getting let out kind of, kind of a funny moment there. Um, but then we get to to me, which is the part where I I like I liked it. I actually, course, I didn't mind Bran actually end up ruling. I think a lot of people don't like the idea of Bran sitting on the Iron Throne. I actually didn't hate the idea of it. It's, it, it, it I think it worked better. The execution wasn't necessarily there, but the end result of him sitting on the throne, I wasn't that upset about. Um, Sansa going back to rule the North. Actually, forgive me. I'm skipping over some things here. Let's talk. We can talk about the quick scene between Arya, Jon, Sansa, and Bran, which to me was a moment where we got to sit back and actually see all four of these characters on top of the show for the first time, all serious, where they where there finally wasn't a threat to them and immediate that they had to worry about.
1: It's nice. I mean, the montage was great. I I think those four did get a, I mean, as happy as an ending Jon Snow could get because he's just a a very complex character and the things that he's had to do. But yeah, it was, I mean, it was nice seeing them, I mean, call back for Arya, and I think that fits her character. Sansa's wanted that. She's learned, like, some people had some beef with, like, Or not (laughs) – there were some funny parts about, like, her – their interaction, just to go back to the dragon pit, but, you know, it leads to this, is, like, her basically, like, Bran. Like, are we sure? And, like, the whole joke about, like, he can't have kids and he – (laughs) Yeah. But, but, like – and then to also say, like, I love you. Like, I'm okay with this decision, but – the North needs to be separate. I thought that was also
0: very necessary... was cool, but at the same time, It doesn't... But at the same time, to me, it's also kind of a necessary... It's like, Bram was... Your brother's the king. You're just the queen of the North. I'm sure this is going to work out okay. You know what I'm saying? The like, thing I listen... Yeah, I, I get you. I think that's just how
1: strongly she felt about it. Because one thing that I listened to after is like... And it's kind of something that applies to the United States today. Is when you have... Not only large geographic area, but also many different pockets, right? I mean, there's a bench, essentially a bunch we, – were states. But there's essentially a bunch of different cultures and ways of living. And you, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's hard to manage that from one central location. It's hard to get a pulse on all that sure. and to truly do what's right for everybody. So I think it was a smart move. Um On our buddy, he he thinks he's eh, on it because he thinks eventually it'll like cause more fighting. But like, I thought it was necessary, and I I I mean, just call like she really believed in it because she was going to do it to to Danny or try to. So even though the fact that it was her brother, and she still did it, showed you know how much she felt like it needed to be done.
0: Yeah. So another thing I think we thought was going to happen as well was. We thought in some some way, somehow, that the wheel was going to be broken.
1: I think it hit a pothole. I don't think it's broken.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, the Iron Throne is burned <laughs> down. But you still have a king, and the government hasn't really changed. I guess the North is now independent. But you still have queens and kings. and So it didn't really get broken, but it's, it's a little bit of a shift. It's, it's like broken it's for
1: the moment. And this, I mean, it would be the same case even if Danny was in charge. Like, how do you, and again, obviously we were never going to see this in the show, but like, how do you make sure that lasts? Yeah. Right? Because like, we, we'll end the show. We'll believe that with Tyrion and, and Bran and, and Sam and Bran, like, all right, things will be done the right way. Yeah. Which was the breaking of the wheel. And you have a king who can't have it air so it's not going to be automatically chosen how do you make that last right Right. like how long is it until someone wants to usurp that that's where we'll see you know the real legacy i mean you see in modern human civilization us being one of the longest you know 300 years is impressive
0: right so it's like
1: not to get all America here, but just to to like compare it to something that's lasted. Right. So that, that's, that'll be interesting for, you know, if we ever do see that down the road, but yeah, not, not broken or smashed, but it's definitely a shift. Like you said,
0: any, um, final thoughts you have on the series as a whole, anything that I missed that you want to go over or anything that you, um, I mean, to me, I was satisfied with the conclusion. I think that's we. We both were satisfied with the idea of the Starks ultimately ending back up on top, and maybe maybe some
1: fun things here. Yeah, where do you think Drogon took her?
0: What's the I I read? You said it to me in the chat, and then someone else. I saw it on Twitter. The Red Priest to be priestesses, priestesses like in Essos. Oh, okay. To be reincarnated, just because the, the ones
1: in Westeros. I don't know where they again. We didn't read the books, but when I brought that up to someone who has read the book, there needs to be a reason for them to be like the Lord gotcha. of Light needs that. Like, they need there needs to be a reason for them to be brought back. Like, that's why John was brought back, and um, beric I believe, is his Baric, name. Baric- um, Baric. Which the only place where there, someone would feel like there's a reason to bring her back when who also has those powers would be Essos, right? It wouldn't be anybody that knows what she's done now. And I don't know the expiration date on people Ooh, being brought back. Right. So, like, it's a cool thought because then you'd really get Mad Queen, I would assume.
0: <laughs> um, the maddest of queens, bro.
1: So I don't, I don't think that's going down. My guess is she, you know, back to Dragonstone or back to Valeria to, to, you know, to lay her down to rest where, her, you know, where there's some sort of family history for the Targaryens. But what if, I had a few, but we don't have to do all of them. The one that I've brought up, I don't know if you've thought about it, but what if Danny doesn't burn Sam's dad and brother, specifically the brother? Because for me, that that starts. That's really this the turning chain point of, of
0: of like this new version of her. Yeah,
1: I mean, do we still end up in the same place?
0: Probably, I think. Which
1: really, you can skip a bunch of things. We get because essentially, what you would say is, the Sam, Danny, Jora convo never happens. Right. Where they basically like, they meet for the first time and inform him. It was actually like, it was, it was, you know, there's some smiles, some laughs, and then he, you know, he finds out. Right. So that scene never happens. Right. Because they're not dead. Yeah. At least the way that they die. Yeah. Which then the what if is what if they, you know, John doesn't find out until after she's on the throne.
0: I think her impulses, I mean, this is her. She always had the impulse of, of wanting to just step on her opponent's throat in a sense. Obviously that particular instance set off a sequence of events that changed the show. So, yeah, maybe you're right. I was thinking of a way that I, I that maybe it could work out to where. I, I think, think they- for the Danny fans, if that doesn't happen,
1: they get their wish. And she does like she's the one bringing the change. Again, so. Like we don't know how the books are written, but like if she listened to Tyrion, we've talked about it a bunch, how it, it just felt like every time he gave good advice, she didn't listen. And every time he gave bad advice, she did. If she listened to that one specific moment, everything else the same. Yeah. When does John actually find out? Bran knows, but does, does Sam have the same motivation to tell her? To tell him?
0: In that moment.
1: And then what if, so because Tyrion's the one to tell Varys, correct?
0: Yes. Let's assume
1: all that other stuff happens. It could still stop here. What if Tyrion decides. Knowing Varys, that Varys shouldn't find out. Would that change anything in your eyes?
0: Probably. I think it would because Tyrion believed in her. So, yeah, I I think Tyrion thought she was going to be the one that was going to lead them to the promised land and break the wheel like they talked about. So... You might have something there. I think there'd be conflict, so I think Tyrion thinks John would be a good ruler. But at the end of the day, he believed up, he believed in Danny to the very last straw.
1: The reason I ask, what if Tyrion doesn't tell Varys, is because to me, if everything else happens, Jon Snow is telling his sisters. And Sansa's telling Tyrion like that. There's there's no point in doing a what if on those because that's that's once that happens, that's going to happen. Yeah. In my eyes, it could have stopped the Tyrion, and he could have kept it from because it was really like they left. Like yeah. Sansa wasn't gonna uh, confront her. Yeah. Until later. Mm-hmm. If Tyrion keeps it from Varys. Even though Varys, was, uh, I think, were to believe that he was pr- like already doing some stuff. He he was the belief was cracking. Yeah. If Tyrion stops it, at least until after they win, I think she's still alive. And then perhaps we're exploring Varys' treason and the word getting out, and John probably still not. You know, just a different type of conflict. Yeah. But that could have been one way they went. Again, I don't have a beef with how they went. And you and me are on the same page as far as having more meat to the bones would have been nice. But cool thought that if Tyrion doesn't tell Varys and if Tyrion doesn't bring it to her until after they've won, I don't know if she burns the whole city. I don't think she burns the whole city down. But he believed in her that much.
0: What a show. Anything else you had? two months before we have to stop recording this.
1: No, I mean,
0: No, it was, I, it's I wanna, almost
1: got me motivated to read, which I hate, but I, I kind of want to read the books.
0: Same. I want to, I mean, I think you said a couple months, give it a couple months, maybe at some point during the summer after everything sat, we'll watch it through again. I wouldn't mind doing that. Um, yeah no, this is it. This is the final Game of Thrones review podcast. It's been a fun. We've done a fun six. We came late to the party, but we glad we're glad we're, we are glad we showed up. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon.